Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments to take a look at the book with us. The book we're going to be looking at is the book of Daniel. Daniel's prophecy is practical, it is prophetic, and it is a must-study if you want to know exactly what God is going to be doing in the future. The Daniel Papers is a five-part audio series that is a complete look at the book of Daniel. Now, the book of Daniel does not unfold numerically. Let me just tell you this. If you're going to read through Daniel, you have to read it this way, and I'll tell you the chapters in their order. Chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, and 8, then back to chapters 5 and 6, and then 9, 10, 11, and 12. In the past, we have listened to the first in this five-part series. Today, we want to take a look in the second message in this five-hour audio series that takes a look at the entire book of Daniel. This one entitled, Times of the Gentiles. We'll listen to this study, and then I'll be back to tell you how you can get your complete copy of the Daniel Papers, a study of the book of Daniel. Right now, here's the study. Look at verse 7. And after this I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, and it devoured, and break in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. So this awesome-looking beast with teeth exceedingly strong can destroy every other kingdom that was in power, every empire. And it comes diverse from all the rest into existence, and it destroys everything else. And ten horns are there. We need a definition of that. Verse 8, we'll just touch on it. We'll get back to it more tomorrow. And I considered the horns... And behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. Actually speaking blasphemy as we go down and read through the rest of the chapter. Now, this has to be what we're seeing here, this awesome, terrible beast coming into existence with ten horns, and then a little horn coming out from among the ten horns, gathering three of the little horns, uh, uh, the horns in of the ten, and becoming the superior of all of the horns and becoming the leader, has to be the Roman Empire in its original existence, the revived Roman Empire, and the little horn being the Antichrist. You say, you're getting that definition, you're taking that interpretation, how do you know? Well, so that you won't question me, but you'll only have to question the authority of the Word of God. Let's see what the Bible says. Because Daniel stood there puzzled and says, what is this all about? I don't understand it all. And while he was standing there, God dispatches Gabriel, most likely. It doesn't say his name here. It does say it in the next chapter. But most likely, Gabriel is dispatched by God the Father, one of the two archangels. Michael the archangel, Gabriel the archangel. Gabriel, the communicator. Michael, the protector. We'll see that as we continue our study of the book of Daniel. Gabriel, you remember Gabriel? He appeared to Zacharias, husband, priest, husband of Elizabeth, announcing the birth of John the Baptist, Luke chapter 1. Also in Luke chapter 1, Gabriel, later, six months later, he appears to Mary a Jewish woman living in Nazareth and announces the coming of a Messiah. 
Gabriel, who communicates often to Daniel. We'll see as we study through. He's going to give him interpretation. Look what it says here, starting in verse 17. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even and forever and forever. The saints of the Most High, that would be the Jewish people. No Christians here in Daniel, remember? I gave you that groundwork information yesterday. From Genesis 1 to Genesis 12, Gentiles. From Genesis 12 to Acts 2, Gentiles and Jews. No Christians in Daniel. The saints of the Most High in the book of Daniel are Jews who believe in Jesus as Messiah. They shall set up the kingdom. They shall take it from the fourth kingdom. Verse 19, then I would know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful, whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured, breaking in pieces, and stamped the residue in his feet, and of the ten horns uh, that were in his head, and of the other which came up, and before whom three fell. He's telling that this is going to be an empire coming into existence. Now, we were told, Daniel, from God, that Babylon was the head of gold, corresponding to the winged lion in Daniel's vision. Chapter 8 will name the other two. If you don't want to take what I have said, let's go to chapter 8 just quickly, and it'll take the other two empires, the second and third Gentile world powers, and tell you exactly by name who they are. It's another vision. It's two years after Daniel chapter 7. It says, in fact, I love the way Daniel talks about it, don't you? He, he pinpoints the days almost. Ezekiel does the same thing. They tell you so we can know chronologically what's going on and what time in history this all took place. Look in chapter 8. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me, Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at the first. And he was in Shushan. Now that is the head of the Medo-Persian Empire. It's about 20 miles to the east of what we know as modern-day Babylon. We're talking about over in modern-day Iran, that area. Look at verse 3. Then I lifted up my eyes, and I saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram which had two horns, and two horns were high. But one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. And I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward so that no beast should stand before it. Now look at verse 5. And as I was considering, behold, he was considering the ram, what's that all about? Behold, a goat came up from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground. Talking about his swiftness, not even touching the ground as he's moving. And from the west on the face of the earth and touched not the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. And he came to the ram that had two horns, which I had seen standing before the river, and ran unto him in the fury of his power. And I saw him come close unto the ram, and he was moved with, uh, against him, and he smote the ram, and he brake his two horns, and there was no power in the ram to stand before him. But he cast him down to the ground, and he stamped upon him, and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore... The he-goat waxed very great, and when he, had, when he was strong, the great horn was broken, for it came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven. Get the picture? Look here. Here's a ram standing by the river. Daniel sees it. He sees two horns on this ram. 
It's amazing to him to see the horn of the ram there, and all of a sudden comes a goat, not even touching the ground, swiftly moving in, has a horn right between his eyes, hits the ram, destroys the ram, stamps him in the ground, and then the horn between the eyes of the goat is broken. It's broken, and four notable horns come out. Do you see some of the symbolism? Does it sound familiar? Well, in case you don't quite know what it's talking about, look at verse 16. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the river, which called, and he said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. Now the angel Gabriel definitely, we know, is appearing to Daniel to understand it. Look down at verse 20. Here it is, laid out God's heavenly messenger, Gabriel. You have to argue with him, not me. Verse 20. The ram which thou sawest, having two horns, are the kings of Meda and Persia. The Medo-Persian Empire. The ram with two horns. The second of the Roman, Empire, of the Roman of the, uh, Gentile world powers. That bear with three ribs in its mouth laying on its shoulder as you follow chronologically these empires coming into existence. Verse 21. And the rough goat is the king of Greece. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king, Alexander the Great. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up before it, for four kingdoms shall stand up and out of the nation, but not in his power. And so here it is, described by Gabriel himself. We have by Daniel the interpretation from God, giving us the head of gold, or that winged lion, the Babylonian Empire. Then, before it ever happened, do you realize Daniel is prophesying, he's prophesying before this ever happens, the Medo-Persian Empire coming into existence? He's telling, when he was 20 years of age, he's telling Nebuchadnezzar, at 70 years down the road, the Medo-Persian Empire is going to come into existence, you're going to be finished. And then he talks about what's going to happen 200 years down the road when the Grecian Empire comes into existence. Daniel is given prophecy to tell these people what's going to happen. We now can understand retrospectively as we look back down the corridor of time how the Babylonian Empire was defeated by the Medo-Persian Empire, which was defeated by the Grecian Empire, which was defeated by the Roman Empire. But Daniel's looking down a corridor of time and telling these things are going to happen. It's giving us evidence that when prophecy is given and he's setting the stage, he's building a foundation. He's wanting you to know, I was able to give prophecy that came exactly true, minutely detailed information that was absolutely fulfilled in every single detail. He's saying that because he's going to give us some information in chapters 9 and 11 yet to be fulfilled. And when we have the assurance that Daniel could give us absolute prophecy in minute detail, it would be fulfilled, we can then assume all of the prophecy Daniel has given would be fulfilled the same way. And here in chapter 8, he names the ram of the second empire, the Medo-Persian empire, the third, the Grecian empire. Thank you for joining us for these few moments of study of the book of Daniel. The Daniel Papers is the title to a five-hour audio series that takes an entire look of the book of Daniel, a must-study in your study of prophecy.
If you would like to have your own copy of this five-hour series on CD, why don't you call our toll-free number? It's 877-674-3298. Now, that's toll-free from across America, and some of our people will be standing by to take your order for your copy of the Daniel Papers, the five-hour audio series on CD of the entire study of the book of Daniel. Once again, that number to call, 8-Prophecy-8. Now, that's the way I remember it. That's the short little memory trick. But here is the actual number, 877-674-3298. Remember, that's a toll-free number from across America. We would love to hear from you so we can tell you how to get your copy of the Daniel Papers. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I want to remind you that Jesus Christ could come today. Therefore, we'd better be looking up until...